I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Well, wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. friends and welcome back to another episode of thanks for coming in i'm your host jillian claire it's a crazy world out there and we're all just living it watching it i feel like i didn't um get nearly enough sleep this weekend because i was just on twitter which i know is bad and then i watched the social dilemma so i know it's bad but i actually i deleted facebook off my phone and i'm pretty proud of myself for doing that um, it's been like three days and it's going good. It's going really good. I'm not going to get rid of Twitter on my phone, though. I just cannot do that. Twitter is like a true addiction. I love it so much. Um, it's just it's where my people are, you know. Today on the show, we have my good friend Marie Wilson. You know her from As the World Turns, Port Charles, Days of Our Lives. Uh, if your TV has been on during the afternoon, you have seen her. She's fantastic. I love her so much. She's one of the the kindest people um, I've ever known, and I loved speaking with her. So here's that conversation. Welcome, Marie. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. It's Friday, so uh, it's a good day. <laughs> I know Friday. I, I don't have anything to do, but it's great. <laughs> it, it just, you know, we're just in the habit of Friday. Thank God it's Friday. TGIF, right? So TGIF. Uh, <laughs> I know it's I wonder how that started was it because of like paychecks going out on Fridays or was it just like the start of the weekend 
I, I, I'm sure it had to do with both because, you know, you have a paycheck to start your weekend. <laughs> right. <laughs> Spend the whole paycheck for the weekend. Oh. It's great. Exactly. <laughs> How have you been um, during this quarantine and pandemic? What have you been up to? You know, it, it, it was, oh, well, obviously it wasn't great. It was uh, obviously a, a transition for all of us but it was kind of nice in the beginning it was like a staycation without feeling (laughs) guilty that you're not working so and you know I enjoyed my time with my daughter because she's home from college um so uh that was that was really nice um and you know you got to spend more time with with you know well not personally physically with the people who loved you (laughs) you talked to them and texted a lot so um but uh, then I started getting a little antsy after a while. You, know, you start going a little stir crazy and you're like, okay, I'm done now. Yeah. <laughs> Let me out. <laughs> yeah. Have you done any like uh, quarantine DIY projects? I have. I have been doing, um, I have been doing that. My whole house <laughs> under <laughs> construction. Although I was trying not to do too much because, you know, I'm, I'm in a condo, so I don't want to disturb my neighbors that are uh-huh. at home too. And, and I don't, I didn't want them to hear banging and all that, but um, yeah, I, I kind of did some um, freshening up of my bathroom and, and, you know, just little home stuff around the house. You kind of make, want to make it like your sanctuary since you're here yeah. now so much. So um, yeah, I got to be really handy. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I redid my entire bedroom. I just redid the whole thing. (laughs) Nice. Doesn't it feel good? It It feels great. Yeah. It feels, and honestly, I got like a lot of the stuff that I I put in my room, like my new uh, nightstand, and I have this like little chest for all of my dogs, like things. Um, Oh, I love that idea. Yeah. And I I got it all from Facebook Marketplace, man. It's like, it's my favorite place. I literally stock that thing now because it's just so good. I got, I have this beautiful little gray nightstand that looks very like French country and it's an Ethan Allen vintage for 40 bucks. Oh my God. That's amazing. You know, I do know great, great stuff about that site. I should, um, I keep forgetting about it. You know, there's so many sites out there. I just can't keep up. But, I know there's um, so many um there's so many like now thrifting websites which is great for somebody like me because I love thrifting and when everything shut down I couldn't go anymore. Well, I think it's great for all of us because you know we just tend to purchase stuff and then throw it out and I'm like mm-hmm. well you know our landfill situation is becoming um out of control here so it's kind of nice to upcycle and recycle yeah. and you know, reuse stuff. I, I yeah. think it's um, just being more conscious, I think, of. Oh, a hundred percent. So I am. Um, yeah. Have I'm you so glad. have you used ThreadUp at all? I mean, we're totally off subject right now, but have you have you used that website? Because it's amazing. I, I have not. My daughter has and she she really loves it. So um, I will check it out one of these days. Um, but like I said, there's so many I can't keep up. And then <laughs> and I'm, like, okay, I'm taking a break. I can't. There's just. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, let's let's talk about you for for a bit here. Um, tell me because, you know, I've known you for a little bit now, but it's always so interesting when I have somebody that I know on the show because I actually get to know their backstory. It's like when you meet somebody on set and you start working with them, it's not you don't necessarily learn how they got to where they are, which is what makes this podcast super fun for me. So what 
what made you get into the business to begin with? What made you want to become an actor or did you want to become an actor? Did you just fall into it? I have to say I kind of fell into it. Um, I, I, I'm the type of person that kind of goes with the flow. I feel every time I make a plan, it doesn't work. You know, <laughs> I, what's that saying that Murphy's it, law, <laughs> or Murphy's law, or, or, you know, you make a, bl- a plan and God laughs at it or whatever yeah. that line is. So I, I just, um, I try, which is always a work in progress to live my life day by day and moment to moment. So I fell into it. I just, uh, one thing led to another, um, out of high school one year, I was really bored. All my friends were going, um, on vacation and I was home alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, what am I going to do? And, um, my mom found this, you know, self-improvement course at John Casablanca's modeling uh, agency. So I took it to learn how to do makeup and stuff. I thought, oh, mm. what a fun girly thing. <laughs> and um, so so I enjoyed that. And then after that, the, the agency um, wanted to, uh, you know, take some pictures and look at my work. So I did that. And that led to uh, them signing me. And I started um, modeling and and did that for quite a while and that took me traveling to 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 Europe which was fun traveling is the funnest part I love that wow um, I got to see a lot of uh beautiful places like uh, Spain and 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 uh England and uh, uh Paris and so oh my and how old were you at that point I was um I was, I think, 21 because my mom did not want me to travel before I was 20. So, active, <laughs> you know, which I totally understand, especially in this industry, going across the country and mm. uh, you know by yourself with an agency that you don't know anything about. Um, although, you know, my agent in Toronto at the time assured her everything was fine, but you know, she's just being a mom. Like I'm sure I right. do. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So, I could totally see you being like, Sky, you're not doing that 100% no. <laughs> exactly. Or I'm coming with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mommy's coming too, darling. <laughs> She's like, Mom. So, um, so, yeah, so I modeled for a while and then that led to commercial work and, um, and I, that led me here to L.A. I, I just moved to L.A. because it was warmer and I got snow <laughs> in Toronto um, and I thought I'd give it a chance. And um, my agent at the time, which was Elite, um, uh, started sending me out for TV shows. Mm. And I'm like, I-, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't act. What are you doing? <laughs> um, You're like, what do I do? How do I stand here? I'm supposed to talk. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, this is a new, new thing for me. Um, so I took some classes um, here, and and then I started booking um, TV shows, which I was like, oh my god, really? They want me? So, um, <laughs> so again, I just fell into it, and I just went with the flow, and I was just happy to be working and having fun on set and getting, um, you know, these opportunities. So I was yeah. so grateful. Um, and, uh, you know, still kind of living my life like that day to day. It's so <laughs> especially funny. Right now. Well, yeah, especially <laughs> now. I mean, I always think of you as being kind of this like free spirited, not like hippie in like a bad sense, but like hippie and like, you're just like so free to me. Like you just give off this energy of being like so joyful and so free. So this story just totally tracks. 
Oh, that's nice to hear that. I thank you. That's that's a compliment for me because yeah. I, I think that's so important to to really and I don't mean to sound like weird or anything, <laughs> but you do have to live, you know, each day because we don't know what tomorrow brings. So um, you know, just be in the moment, which is the hardest thing to do, I think. Oh you yeah. Know? Our brain is always thinking of the future or the past, and it's like just be here now. Mm-hmm. And it, I think that's such an important statement, um, and so difficult to do at the same time. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, embracing that is um, is it's nice when you get that those few seconds, and then your brain goes again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I always I love seeing that you're always like out in nature and hiking and doing things that are just. I think really important to keep your your mental health stable. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I think that that just um, uh, grounds me, and and you realize how beautiful, what a beautiful planet we're living on. I mean, come on, it's just stunning out there. And you know, sometimes we get caught in this rat race, and we forget the beauty of what's what's out there. So it it kind of just brings me down to earth. Yeah, literally. <laughs> So you get to LA and you're you're doing TV shows and when does uh when does General Hospital come into play? So the first thing I did was um to the beat the Sunny and Share story where I played Mary Bono and I was pregnant on that which was hilarious for me. Amazing. Um, I was so young at the time and I thought, "Oh my god, this is what pregnancy looks like." <laughs> um, so that was funny and then after that I I um got poor Charles. So it it wasn't like a big uh time span mm. of, you know, going out there and auditioning. So, um, so Port Charles was before general hospital. Port Charles, uh, was, is part of general hospital. And so when I did Port Charles, I also did a few episodes on general hospital with Maurice Bernard and, um, you know, cause the, cause they're linked, the shows were linked. So, um, uh, it, you know, we kind of just went across the stage to the other stage <laughs> back and forth. And, um, and and that was fun. I got to meet a lot of amazing people on that set. That's so funny. It's it's kind of how um, Grey's Anatomy and Station 9 are doing that now, too, where it's like everything's just kind of crossing over and like every episode now is almost a crossover. And you're just like, oh, so we're just in this world now. I think it's kind of, uh, I think it's brilliant, actually, because it it expands the audience and it kind of, yeah, it expands the family and the viewers and it just connects more people. And I, I think it's a very clever way of, um, of doing shows. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sure there's some downsides to that, but. I mean, I think it's super interesting because they've done it before, especially with Grey's Anatomy with uh, private practice, but it wasn't as much of a crossover. But now it's like it's like almost every episode is a crossover event, which I think is really cool because at the same time, they keep the episodes separate enough where you don't have to watch the other show. But if you do, you just know more. That's that's I think that's very clever. Yeah, I, I mean, like it that. sucked me in. They did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they won. Krista Bonoff won. Shonda Rhimes won. Um, there you go. <laughs> okay, so after after General Hospital in Port Charles, uh, you, how long until As the World Turns? Because you've just kind of made your rounds on all of these 
soaps, which is amazing. I feel like you're most soap actors only ever do like one of them, but you've done like almost all of them. Well, I, I've, I've done three after after Port Charles went off the air, sadly, because it was such a cutting edge show. I think it was I think I think Port Charles started the whole vampire uh, genre and that whole concept. That's I right. Think, yeah, I think they were so cutting edge. Oh, uh, my gosh. Yes. I forget yeah. who it is. There's a guy who's on General Hospital now. That was on Port Charles as a vampire and every because my mom still watches this show. So every time she's watching it and I see it, he I just I immediately see him as a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> immediately. I'm like, is he gonna suck somebody's throat? Like what's happening? Probably Michael Easton. Is that probably who you're talking about? I'd have to look up a photo, but yeah. I, I yeah. now that you mention it, I do remember that being a thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So who knows? Maybe, maybe you know, one of the episodes on General Hospital, he'll come back as a vampire or something. I don't know. Okay, yeah, I looked up. It was Michael Easton. Yes, he and he is yeah. the perfect looking vampire. He is, and he's so like suave in the way he delivers the lines and stuff. You just get sucked right in, and you're like, yeah, I could be under his hypnotic. <laughs> you know? You're like, I already him. I don't even have to act. Exactly. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so, so, um, they were so cutting edge. And then afterwards, I think it was maybe a couple of years before, um, doing as the world turns. And that was a bit of a challenge because that was shot in Brooklyn back East. Oh, wow. And, um, and I didn't want to uproot my daughter mm. from LA because, you know, you never know how long your character is going to last. Yeah. So I didn't want to say, yeah, we're moving back East. And then, you know, 13 weeks later, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's so, just not good. <laughs> no. So, um, so I decided to jump on the opportunity because I don't like passing opportunities and, and I, I flew back and forth every week. Oh man. So, um, yeah, after the show, I jumped on a plane and spent the weekend with my daughter and then took a red eye back and learned my lines on the plane and got right to the set, shot, and then flew back again every week. So wow. I did that for five years. How many years? <laughs> five years. That must have been so difficult just on your body as well. Um, it took a beating on my body, but at the same time, when, when you love doing something I don't think you feel it as mm. much um and then you know you get into a groove and a in a rhythm and a pace and you're like oh this this is fine this is normal you're like oh this is what everybody does right <laughs> exactly <laughs> and then when it stops you're like oh my god I'm tired <laughs> wow that was a lot <laughs> yeah 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 so that was that was that was um but you know what? It was it was a great show, and it was a, a I I don't regret uh, doing it. I I learned so much. I met so many great people from it, um, mm. and uh, it was a great great experience. So um, I'm 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 glad I did it. Yeah. You can shop from anywhere, doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. 
And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Do you like science fiction? I'm Carrie Bechet, and if you loved movies like Arrival or Interstellar, then you're going to want to check out my podcast, Hypothetical. On Hypothetical, we tell speculative sci-fi stories interwoven with real science. New episodes every Tuesday, available wherever you get podcasts. That, I mean, that that's a lot. That's impressive that you were you did that for so long. It's certainly a, a life-changing thing. Well, you know, B- B12 vitamins helped a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you just go into the doctor every weekend while you're home getting shots of vitamin C. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't mean to name drop, but a few Red Bulls here. (laughs) Hey, Red Bulls can save your life on set. I've definitely been there. Yeah, lots of coffee that that helped too, and uh, you know, got me through it. And then, um, yeah, and then after the show went off the air, sadly, um, I I did days, and Mm. um, I did one character, and then uh, came back and did another character. You know, but I had different hair, so they didn't recognize me. Your hair color was different, so clearly you're a different person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, oh my god, that's how it goes, right? I love that. I love that in soap opera worlds, you can get away with things like that, and nobody just nobody second guesses it. It's just the way it is. Well, you know what was funny is a lot of fans wrote in and they said, "You know, I was looking at you, and you looked." familiar and I didn't know what it was and then I realized it was you so you know what it does work so I thought that was so I thought it was funny it was funny I think it does have to do with the fans being like super just like whatever we tell them they're going to believe you know Uh, but that's the thing with daytime drama is because you watch it every day and you get so pulled into it that you do believe it Mm -hmm. you know um, and, and I got to be blonde, which I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to dye my hair blonde, but I thought I can't keep it up. And what, why do I want to get new headshots after doing my hair blonde? <laughs> so, so this was a great opportunity to go. Yeah. <laughs> I did that earlier this year. I went back to blonde and then I got new headshots and then the world shut down and I was like, God damn it. Now what do I do? <laughs> Just spend $500 on this stuff. Exactly. So you're like, oh, no, not what? Well, you know what? If you go back to another hair color, you could go back and forth from headshot to headshot. It's kind of what I'm thinking. I mean, my like my my days of brunette are probably, you know, 17, 18. But I think I still look like those photos most of the time. So I think I could do it. Yeah. And you know what? I loved red on you, too. That made your eyes really pop. That looked really good on you. I I love red hair. I'll go back. You know, it's you got some I got so much time to mess with the hair. I, I know a lot of people have been doing it during quarantine, too. I tried to 
I was going to dye my hair like uh, blue, just like the bottoms, just add a yeah, cute yeah, little yeah. blue thing. And I, uh-huh. uh, I, I texted my friend Denise, who does my hair for me. And I was like, hey, so um, I want to put some blue in my hair. What should I get? And she goes, do not put blue in your hair. Your hair will turn green. And she just like immediately shut me down. I was like, OK, fine. <laughs> But but if it's only the ends, you could cut them off after a while. <laughs> <laughs> I love your reasoning. <laughs> or you could put those clip-on things that, you know, you could put some, like, color in oh, your yeah. hair. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely used to use those in auditions, like, as a teenager when I went out for, like, the goth or the punk roles. I'd always get those, like, little clip-ins and put those yeah, in yeah, and the yeah. fake piercing on my nose. Yeah, that's fun. See, that's that's what's so much fun about auditioning and playing characters. You get to do all these things that you wouldn't do in, mm-hmm. well, I wouldn't do in normal life. So. <laughs> but it also makes cleaning out your closet very hard because you're like, am I going to wear this? No. Am I going to have to audition for something in this? Probably. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or just throw it in your car so your car gets full with all these auditioning <laughs> clothing. Somebody should create an actor van, which is like, outside of all of the audition studios where you can just rent clothing for the day to go in and wear that specific thing for the audition. You know, that's a very, very clever idea, actually, because there's times where I have forgotten something or a last minute audition comes up and you're like, I don't have that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That would be That'll be very cool. Well, hmm. Let's talk about this later. We'll start a new business. It'll be fantastic. Um, <laughs> all right. So on this show, I like to have my friends tell me stories about, uh, you know, bad audition experiences or funny audition experiences or losing out on roles that you really wanted. Uh, do you have a story that you'd like to share with us? I have so many stories. It's kind of sad. <laughs> I'm um, with you. There- there, there, there is one story that was so embarrassing to me. I, I think, you know, it was so embarrassing. You start heating up and sweating mm-hmm. during the audition because, you know, you have just messed up so bad and mm-hmm. you just want to crawl out the room. <laughs> um, and it was for us. I can't remember the show, but it was for a sci-fi show. And I love sci-fi. I mean, that would be my ultimate goal to do a sci-fi show. I just love them. Um, so, you know, I was trying really hard to impress the casting agent and I, I went in and I was, I was taught this new technique where you don't staple your sides together. So Mm. you you just read the page and then throw it on the floor and then read the next page and throw it on the floor. And I thought, (laughs) okay, I'm going to try this new, this new way of doing it and, and really impress the casting director that, you know, I'm so professional. Oh no. It was such a mess. <laughs> I, I, I I read the first page and, you know, you try and be off book as much as possible. So you look up and I threw it down and I realized that I hadn't finished that first page and it's now on the floor. Oh my God. And I don't remember the line. And what am I going to do? Am I going to go down on the floor <laughs> and pick it back up? And try and figure out what that line is. So I'm trying to rack my brain here. And this is when I start heating up and sweating that, oh, my God, I can't I can't remember the line. And I'm not going to, you know, kneel down and pick up the paper that is now on the floor. <laughs> so um, I basically improvised and <laughs> jumped ahead to the next page, which did not make any sense at all. The casting director was looking at me like, we're, we're just going to get rid of this audition oh <laughs> my god 
and I was, and I just felt like I could just crawl out of the room. And, and <laughs> after that, it just went downhill. Cause then you're flustered, mm-hmm. but you're trying to keep your cool, but you know, it doesn't, it does you can't, I, I'm not that good of an actress. Um, so oh, come on. you're a great actress. So, but you know, when, when you know you've really messed up, no yeah. matter what kind of improvising yeah. you're doing and it's not connecting or clicking, it's just a mess. And Well, yeah, because once you like start messing up, then you get inside your head and then you forget yeah. totally who the character is. And then you're just yeah. literally sweating through your shirt and say yeah. in your head saying, you're an idiot, you're an idiot, you're an idiot, yeah. get out of there. Yep. Which is basically what I did. <laughs> <laughs> So I just, um, I couldn't get out of there fast enough. I got to the end of the fourth page and I was like, thank you very much. And I just read it. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Well, obviously I never saw that casting director ever again. Oh no. And, and from now on, all my sides are stapled together. So if I need to go back, I don't have to go on the floor to pick up the paper that and you know what? It, that that technique doesn't work for me. I found out, and I'll, I don't mean to, you know, put down any techniques. Everybody has their own thing, and you have to find what works for you. But that day, I found out that technique did not work. For me. <laughs> I don't think I yeah. could do that either because it being on the floor just seems so final, you know. Yeah, and then and then you know, if you forget, what are you going to do? You're going to kneel down to pick up the paper, right. and then you're off camera, and then you're. <laughs> Flopping back up and you're like, this is not good. This is not <laughs> so I was just so disappointed because, you know, I really wanted that sci-fi gig and I just. I feel I you. I would love to be on like a magical show or a sci-fi show, something that has its roots in like absolute false reality, you know? Yeah, I think it's so much fun You're, to just get that imagination mm-hmm. going and just to do, I, you know, just something magical like that. I That would be my dream job. A hundred percent. Like I grew up dreaming of being on Charmed. Oh, that would be fun. I know. I, I was obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. And when I was a kid on um, a couple commercials, people would tell me that like I looked like Shannon Doherty, which always just made me feel so great because I was like, yes. I am a Hallowell <laughs> sister. <laughs> well, all those all those ladies, I mean, they were hotties and sweeties. They looked like it must have been fun to be on set with them. I don't know. I, I th- I've read some stories that it wasn't like, at least in the early days, it wasn't the best set. But oh. I know. Who knows if any of it's real? I, I would hope that it was great because I love the show. So I, I want it to be great. But who knows? Yeah, I don't believe any. I don't know what to believe anymore. I just figure I always um, uh, I have to decide for myself. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I've come to the conclusion that I don't know what news is true and what news is false. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, um, as Trump would say, fake news out there. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. um, that's a whole other segment. That's that's a whole other show that yeah. I'd have to start. Yeah, and much longer than thirty minutes. Much longer. It would honestly, if I could just record myself all day speaking to the television, that would probably be the show. Yeah. Just me yelling at Twitter and yelling at the news. Yeah. It might be exhausting, though. You might be pretty knackered by the end. You know, Twitter has exhausted me a little bit lately, but it's hysterical. The The louder I get on it, the more um, 
super liberal followers I get, which is fantastic for me. But like, um, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but uh, but I recently, actually this morning, I looked at somebody like got so angry at something I tweeted um, and they like actually went to my website and filled out like a complaint form. <laughs> like dude you have so much time on your hands what are you doing wow people are crazy that's interesting yeah people are people are you know they're interesting interesting they're they're uh everybody's very emotional yeah um everything is affecting everybody on different levels but you know we're all entitled to our opinion exactly it's a different perspective. Yeah. Let's all be open-minded and listen to everything. And it's it's getting a little know. rough out there. I mean, I've had friends like who are you know much much more famous than I ever could be, um, but they've had to turn off their like disable their replies on Twitter because it got like really really nasty really quick. So they had to disable it so that people couldn't respond. That's so sad. Isn't that crazy? I don't understand the point of that. I don't understand why you have to be, uh, you know, unkind. I don't. And, and I don't get it either. I, I I'm I like being snarky and I like being sarcastic, but I would never do anything that was like super nasty and like actually directed toward a single person that I don't know. I agree. I I don't understand the point of that at all, at all to me. But anyway, just- <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your story. Where can people find you on uh, social media now that we're talking about it? <laughs> yeah, social media. Let's see. I'm on Instagram as Marie Wilson official and on Twitter as Marie Wilson one. What else do I have? <laughs> I, you know, I can't keep up with all these social media sites, but um, those those are uh, Instagram is my main go-to yeah. first one and then twitter is my second one so um yeah and then and then disrupted um is is a film i'm um, uh, uh, that is coming out that has been accepted into the soho international film festival oh, so, fun. so that's gonna be coming out in new york soon so um i'll post on that in on my on my insta on so your you insta yeah, so you guys can keep up. That's exciting. Yeah. Are they going to do like an an inter uh, what's it called a virtual festival for it? I don't know what they're doing. That'll be interesting. the The last um uh festival that I went to was a drive in, so that was oh, kind of cool. Fun. Yeah, that was really fun. I'm glad those are coming back. I like them, but uh, we'll see what happens. I'll I'll let you know. Yeah, let me know. I'd love to go. Okay, virtually. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not getting on a plane. I love you, but I'm not getting on a plane. It's okay. Neither am I. <laughs> oh man, thank you so much. It was so nice catching up with you. I I love talking to you. I know it's so much fun. I enjoyed it so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks again to Marie for coming on. I I love bad audition stories. They they make me so happy. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm going to have an episode next week. Uh, Just kind of feeling it out. Got some life stuff going on. So I may be back. I may take a week off. Um, But in the meantime, you can check out our social media. Those links are in the show notes. And uh, would love to connect with y'all. So leave some comments and uh, we'll talk. (laughs) You can also find my social media if you want. um, And I'll talk to you there. Make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you're listening to it now. 
and uh, tell your friends, your your family, the cast of West Wing, please. And as always, thanks for coming in. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.